We are I. Why does it feel so good to be outside? You know, I think this is an important question to ask. And this is an important concept to be able to, to reflect upon and to analyze a little bit. Because the one thing that I will tell you from the people who are, who are born to be outside, like myself, who recognize that, who have lived a life outside and who enjoy everything about the outdoors, just simply being outside. It doesn't have to be in the backcountry, although that is preferred. But I know some people who, men and women, that are just ruthless urban junkies. Prissy, pampered, you know, well taken care of, you know, don't lift a finger barely. You know, that that typical, you know, maybe we could use the yuppie term if we want to go super old school um, if we want to go silver spooned you know we can go that route too but when I go outside in the back country with those people they still feel the same way there's still a part of them that connects with that environment there's still a part of them that understands how good that is and how good that feels and When we are outside, and this is what I said to somebody yesterday, you know, I'm like, when you wake up and you have no choice but to start your day outside, like when you wake up in a tent, you are very close to being outside. You have this very thin layer between you and actual reality. But as soon as you get up, you have to go outside. You have to be in that element. You have to take your first drink of water, you know, in the morning outside. You have to brush your teeth outside. You have to start your day with absorbing that fresh air, that oxygen into your body. You don't have that inside environment where you know you start to feel a little bit stale in the morning as soon as you get up. You know, there's a lot of people who wake up and who are in their houses for hours before they get outside. You know, but it just when you when you wake up and you start your day outside, the, how much more productive you feel? Because you're looking for the things to do to be able to to help and to progress and to do this day. You feel more energized because of that that coolish air just you know flushing across your skin. You feel ready to take on your day because you know. You are out in this element. You look at the expansive nature of this day and you're, you're ready to be able to go do what needs to be done to excel and survive. You're ready for that. And there's a, a vast difference that you feel because there's nobody who really sleeps like that great when you're you know camping and you're backpacking. You know, because between being exhausted, being in a foreign place, worrying about bears, like, you know, all of these different things, you know, the the ground being uncomfortable, being too hot, too cold, you know, like all these different things. Like like nobody sleeps the best. But the one thing that you always feel is rejuvenated. You know, just being 
amongst nature, being amongst the trees, the fresh oxygen, the air, the movement, moving your body, having to accomplish tasks. Like the people that I was with this weekend, you know, Shelby was explaining to me yesterday, you know, when I seen her that she just feels like her body is different. I'm like, because you were using it in all of these actual real world functional ways, not the real world that we live in today, but like the actual real world, you know, where you had to, when you wanted water, it was, it was effort. You know, you had to hike down to the river. You had to, you know, get it in your, you know, filtration system. You had to, you know, either squeeze that through one of the pressure filters, or you just had to let it gravity feed through the, one of the gravity feed systems. You know, you had to walk somewhere to go to the bathroom. You had to walk around and pull and snap and break and drag firewood back to the fire. You know, you had to, these were all real things that you had to do like all the time that were a very big part of our lives where, you know, they may have not looked like that, but there was all of these actual physical things that we had to do outside as males and females you know, young and old, we had to accomplish these things. We were out amongst the elements. You know, and this is one thing that, you know, I, I talk about, you know, especially with my sister where she's like, you know, our dad, you know, he needs air conditioning. I hear all the time about how old people need air conditioning, how much hotter it is. And I'm like, but no, like that's, that's not true. You know what people need when it's hotter, they need more water. You know, if you're sitting in your, your your place and it's stuffy, why not go find refuge outside somewhere it might be a little bit cooler amongst the river? You don't have to sit in your house and stew and marinate in that heat. And even if you do, we prove that there's actual great physiological responses to being in the heat, which is the equivalent to being outside. Because what happened to all the people who were born in all of these hotter places who did not have refuge except for maybe a little bit of shade underneath a tree. And you tell me that that's that much different than, you know, being inside of a home? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But this is how we, we start to rob ourselves of these physiological responses that happen because of the positivity of being outside, allowing our body to naturally be strong because we have to use it. Naturally being exposed to the hot and the cold, which we know and is proven in our physiology that we get great responses from that. Just being out in nature and amongst the trees and the smells and the dirt and the water and the rocks and the rain and the sun, we know that that lowers our blood pressure. You know, that's proven in our physiological responses. Everything that we do outside you know, has this great benefit. Everything that we do inside, except for maybe a little bit of ease and some safety of being inside of a box. And like I said, just a little bit easier. I can turn on this tap and water comes out. You know, things like that. I can flush this toilet and the stuff goes away. You know, like, yes, those things like may be easier, but at what cost? At what cost are we doing these things? Because of how good it feels and how our body, our mind, our heart, our soul, our everything, our connectivity with other people. How much better that feels when you're outside. We were joking around on the weekend about how, you know, it's really weird that the more people spend in the backcountry as a group, the more you feel like you want to start like a like a homesteaded commune or something like that. And I said, you know what? I'm like, 
communes are never a good idea. They always go sideways. But what I could see like this is if you got like 100 acres with a group of people and kind of everybody had 10 acres. So like you knew they were there, but they were far enough away where you didn't have to be involved in their their day-to-day all the time. And like this is how you lived with people. But you were still close enough to urban centers where, you know, your kids had still had opportunities to be able to go and, you know, participate in school and certain parts of the life that we live in now and be educated and, you know, wanting to them to understand the differences between those two lives and being able to walk down life themselves and understand what's important to them. You know, but on that 100 acres, you had people, you know, living is a common goal to be able to make everybody's lives there just easier. You know, like you raised some chickens that would be for everybody. You raised some cows that would be for everybody. You raised, you know, you had, you know, fruit trees, you had vegetables in the garden, you had all these things that everybody tended to. So the responsibility did last on your shoulders only or a singular family because that is a lot of work. You might think that this sounds crazy. But the one thing that I'll tell you is this is what my family did when they immigrated over from the Ukraine and Eastern Europe. You know, like all the brothers, you know, they did something different in farming and then they traded amongst each other. Like that's exactly what they did. That's that's exists as exactly the Southern Alberta model. Instead of everybody, you know, being maybe 10 acres apart, everybody was a square mile apart and people traded amongst each other. This is why this model works. So when I originally said, he probably said it sounded crazy because it has that commune attached to it. But really, that commune is just that small community of people who want to work together to be able to accomplish a, like a singular goal, is to be able to make life easier for everybody around it. And that's essentially what a really small village is. It's what a tribe is. You know, like these things, these models can be successfully run. You know, but when I think when everybody wants to live in kind of like that same structure, like what communes are, like that's where things get squirrely and really fucking weird. They don't have to be like that. They can just be people in a close geographical area, which is funny because as I say this and I start to digress in my own mind, I'm like, man, you know, like a, a townhouse community or a condo building is just like a fucking dysfunctional commune. And we see that all the time, you know. Like people fighting with each other, people sleeping with each other, people cheating on their spouses with each other, you know, in this building, you know, like all these different dynamics happen in these buildings. So it's like a dysfunctional commune of people who are forced to be in a commune together who don't really want to be, which is kind of funny. I never even thought about that way till right now. But this all goes back to just the, the being outside and being outside with people and working together to be able to make life easier. And the one beautiful part about being in the backcountry is you just don't really have a choice. You just, you don't have a choice but to work together and damn, does it ever feel good. So my question of the day is, what is, what's it like in your mind to live together with people that function well together. Like, what is that when you close your eyes and you look at that? What does that look like to you?